0: back. Glad to have Z back. Happy to be back.
1: Uh, so when we last left off, if my memory serves, which it rarely actually does, um, we <clears throat> had just crossed over into downfall and been greeted by four belly um, Frog-like creatures carrying spears, wearing clothes, that sort of thing. Uh, three of the frogs introduced them or were unintroduced and one was introduced King Gullop. Uh, Later, that same Bullywug was referred to as Captain, as um, the two boats led you over to a docking area, and um, you docked your boat, they docked their boats, and you were officially welcomed to Downfall. So Downfall is a lot what you would expect where frogs would live. It's very swampy. There are, uh, there's a mixture of what appears to be kind of marshy soil that you can probably walk on, uh, combined with some just plain wet marsh that is probably uh, more liquid than not. And of course, some deeper areas where channels of water run through the, the city, the town. Um, from what, what you can see, and since not everybody's gonna be able to be connected on Zoom all night, I'll just describe it for you and we can look at them. Um, what you can see from where you are docked here on the shore is a um, basically a series of pods around a large lake kind of in the middle of the swamp. The, the lake area has a um, fairly substantial staircase right at the center that seems to spiral upward um, to a structure of some kind, perhaps a house, perhaps um, something bigger. And then around the rest of the lake, there are a, a series of docks, um, different rivers that you could travel out of the lake area that obviously lead to different parts of the swamp. And um, everything is, all of the roofs are pointy, almost like known houses would be. And uh, everything is very green and very lush. And despite the fact that it's in a swamp and there's a lot of rotting vegetation, it has a very pleasant earthy smell to it. There's a lot of mist and fog kind of easing in and out of the trees and in and out of the buildings, and from where you are, there's um, one building very close to you, and then probably I'd say a dozen or so other buildings situated around the lake that uh, that has the staircase in the. Your guide, either king or captain, welcomes you to shore and um, uh, welcomes you to to downfall. What? What? I wish I could do a good frog voice. I have nothing for frog. Perhaps I should have recorded all of this when I had COVID. I would have been a great frog. Um, or maybe Travis can do it, judging by the looks of him. Uh, <laughs> I hope you feel better, man. Um, but at any rate, so you are greeted by the, the three others remain in the boat and at the dock, while the either king or captain uh, escorts you to shore and greets you with, so what? What? what brings you here to downfall
2: quick question oh. um, last week we had gone through that they bring supplies to lorna and they needed someone to fix their hot air balloon That's right. are we are we saying that that, that didn't happen yet and we're going to have oh. that again Oh, no, that oh okay um
1: yeah this was after that I'm, i apologize yes those are all no it's all,
2: all good uh i feel like z should look at their balloon considering he's our textiles master
1: so the, the balloon that they are fixing, not the one that was uh, abandoned, maybe not abandoned, but the, the most recent crash, um, the balloon that they are fixing is not near where you are, um, but they would be happy to direct you there immediately if that is your first interest.
0: I happen to be yes. tremendously talented in repairing things, especially things made of fabric. If you're in need of some help there, I'd be more than happy to help you. Well,
1: yes, we're very much, very, yes. Uh, He does a a small combination of hopping and walking, uh, mostly walking, and walks you across a path um, that leads around one building where the damaged balloon is kind of, or the the one that's been abandoned, the damaged one kind of stuck on the building, Um, and then over to a a path in the lake, Uh, he promptly jumps in and swims across. There are a series of stepping stones that are available that look like the path kind of dead ends into the stepping stones uh, to help you get across. However, the stepping stones currently do not point in the right direction. Uh, they kind of head off to the, to the northeast into the woods where you would actually need them to go to the northwest. And uh, as he crosses over to the other side and realizes that, that you haven't joined him, he says, it's okay, come, come.
0: I'm terribly fond of getting wet. Are we going over there? Oh, yes, right.
1: And he has a, excuse me, around his neck, you see a small horn, very small, it's probably three or four inches. And he picks it up and toots at it. And the stepping stones, the far end, you see begin to rise as if they're going to positions, but they continue to rise and you see um, a very large stone creature kind of come out of the water and rear its head. It almost looks like a statue, like a stone golem, except a little more rustic, as if a little more natural, not carved or constructed. Um, And the stones run down his spine as he kind of raises his head and looks over at the, the Bullywug and the Bullywug shouts at him and says, you, you've messed it up again, move over this way. He grumbles and groans and looks back at you and then kind of turns and lays back into the water. The stone's now being placed to the right direction for you to be able to cross. Neat. Will you cross? Yes,
0: of course. Yeah. I'll follow.
1: As you cross, um, you see where the front of this creature's head is underwater. Uh, bubbles come up as he kind of adjusts to you walking across his back. And as each of you kind of hops up onto the shore safely, he raises his head out of the water and gives you kind of a a dirty look. You you are heavier than they are. And then just, and the Bullywug says, don't mind him, don't mind him. So he takes you into a building, which is um, again, kind of a conical roof. It looks like a gnome's gnomes roof would look. Um, And it's three round structures that make up this building with three conical roofs. Uh, he takes you kind of around to the back which appears to be the front entrance ironically two great big doors and you notice that this building is not in great shape um it's very clearly got some burn marks on it um the roof is still there but from this side you can see a burn hole near the top and he opens the door and you can smell the smell of charred not actively burning not not on fire, but you can smell that this place has burnt. And you go in and Zee, you immediately would notice the balloon takes up most of the room that you are in. And it is just haphazardly laid about. Um, there is one one Bollywog that appears to be the person in charge of fixing it, who is currently right now untangling some thread of some kind, um, twine, that looks like it's for sewing. But as you glance about the room, um, not only is the room charred, there are several spots on the balloon that have gotten charred from some source.
0: Well, this is a sight.
1: You need a hand?
0: Uh, yes. Z yells down to the person that's wrapped in the in charge of. It.
1: Yes, and that person um, introduces himself and his name. I apologize. Do do do. Where did I do it? There it is. Introduces himself as Bluff B L O F F,
0: head balloon sewer. A pleasure to meet you. Fine balloon here. I see it's taken some. It's had some hard times.
1: Yes. Um, whoever's in the front, that would be Z and and whoever else. One other person. Roll a
2: percent. I think everybody followed. Close enough. Who should roll it? Oh, I, I think d- Barrett raised his hand.
3: Okay, roll it. Oh no, I was just saying. Yeah, I was there, and I will roll. If but I'll. I, I would go for it. Give Z.
0: Okay.
2: Z. It was Z and someone else, so yeah, Z and yeah, two people. Go
3: ahead, Z. I got a fourteen. What did
2: you get?
0: Uh, Z's most perceptive role. He rolled a twenty-three.
1: Oh wow. Okay, nice. so um, Z, it becomes pretty obvious to you if this person is supposed to be the head balloon repairer, um, they probably should find a new balloon repairer. You look around the shop and you realize if if he's done any repairs at all, it probably hasn't been here because the shop is an absolute tragedy. Um, there is, nothing looks like it's any in place, nothing looks like it's where it goes. Everything, not everything, but many things have char marks on them here and there. Um, and then Barrett, it kind of just in the back as you kind of look around the room, uh, you realize that the, the swamp ga- gases that you were told about when you got here that are normally collected, um, nobody seems to be currently collecting them. And a few of them seem to have ignited in this room um charring and and further burning the balloon but um the poor bellywog is is poor bluff is so uh entranced in t- untangling his twine that he hasn't thought to remove the balloon from areas where the swamp gases are are igniting
3: so just a general question would would we have a somewhat working knowledge that as characters that you heat gas and that makes lighter air, which then raises the balloon. I mean, do we, do we have uh, a general working knowledge of that or are we like, what the heck's going on?
1: They explained that last session. Um, mm-hmm. They told you that they captured the gas and used it to to light it, to raise the balloon. So, okay. um, so I would say, yes. I don't think that that would necessarily
3: be common knowledge um, just because most flying ships that you have seen have been floor magic, but... Okay. And, and then I just didn't know with Barrett's particular sailor background, he had never been on an airship before, but right. Right. I didn't know if like balloons or anything. So not a common sight for certain. Yeah, people. no, that's that's fair. Um, so Barrett will offer to help in any way that he can. He's very familiar with ropes and tying knots and those kinds of things. So uh, he's ha- more than happy to just assist in any way that he can. <clears throat> but as he is doing that, he would ask in a roundabout way. So. um Looks like there's been a few explosions or fires in here. What do you know? What's causing that? Uh, the,
1: the 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 swamp gas. It just keeps igniting. I, I don't I don't really I don't think it's supposed to do that. I, to be honest, it's my second day. Uh, Grumple has always been the head balloon repairer. There was an explosion a couple of days ago. Uh, well, Grumple's not with us anymore. So
3: I I'm here and. I'm gonna fix this balloon by a couple. Well, maybe we should go ahead and uh, extinguish all the fires or at least make sure they're in enclosed you know, spaces until we're really ready to launch this thing. That'd be all but right.
1: The, the, the gas is supposed to go into those barrels, but I don't, I don't particularly know how that happened. Um, Ellie would probably notice this first. There seems to be a series of pipes that um, very easily move about the room and they're kind of, um, they kind of take up a lot of the ceiling. It's, it's pretty obvious that at some point the gases are supposed to travel through the pipes and actually be collected into barrels outside of this building. Um, but apparently
3: nobody, nobody really told Bloff that. So everything's kind of run amok. Well, Ellie, maybe you could take a look at that piping uh, for us and see what we could do there. I can either assist you or I can help uh, Bloff and Z with some rope tying. Totally your guys' call. Absolutely. Ellie says,
2: yeah, if she can assist, she she would explain to Bloff, that's what the pipes are for. Or most likely what the pipes are for.
1: um, And with Ellie's knowledge and and your assistant spirit, it wouldn't take long to figure out that this particular coughing hole in the ground (laughs) is supposed to be served by this pipe and then this pipe is supposed to be over that one and so on. So if you undertook Getting all of that sorted, it would probably take the two of you about twenty or thirty minutes to make sure the gases were leaving the room without catching on fire. <laughs> Meanwhile, Z, did you want to help with the balloon?
0: Uh, Z is going to inspect the balloon, in between his mechanical repair and just a whole lot of mend.
1: Yes. So, so there are a couple of things that you notice first. Z, the fabric of the balloon is actually pretty sturdy. Um, it's definitely designed to be a balloon it's not just like a patchwork of um, things that they struck together it's one of their two balloons they were both sewn intentionally to be what they are Uh, this one seems to be in a little worse shape than the one that you passed on the way in that was stuck outside the (laughs) um the the one that you passed outside the canvas was much cleaner um, and appear to just be generally newer. The one that's in here, it's a little bit dusty. It looks like it's been packed away for a while. Um, and now it has additional damage from the fire. So you notice probably three or four charred marks that certainly could turn into holes very quickly if they weren't, weren't tended to, you know, if it was inflated, um, they could be weak spots. And then um, where Bloff is with his long spindle of, of twine, there's a huge just section um, that is ripped diagonally, so it's not not an easy stitch, but a
0: mend certainly could could help with that. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead. Z will continue to dance around with and his needle. Alrighty. Uh,
1: so Z takes care of that. Um, Barrett and Ellie are working on restructuring the piping. Um, Don, in the middle of this, that that kind of leaves you standing. And Bluff is is. A little distracted by what's going on around him with everyone helping, but he seems more keenly focused on on his task end, which is untangling the twine and he's doing a terrible job at it. It's not even obvious that this t- twine can be untangled, The knot may have been getting worse progressively instead of better. Um, okay. But he is available for conversation if there's anything you'd like to discuss with him while the others are busy at work.
2: Okay. Um, one question I do have is when we were crossing the stepping stone creature, I would like to know if I could have seen if Ellie or Barrett lit up more in the presence of that thing as opposed to the Bullywugs.
1: Mm, good. Good question. Um, you would have actively checked? Yes. Okay. So I'm
2: eyes on them all the time now. <laughs>
1: got it. Got what it. makes uh, them glow? So I would say, yeah, roll a perception check.
2: Yeah, we'll roll this one because yeah. I was Don was also thinking about not falling in. Uh, that'll be a fifteen.
1: Uh, yes, there was a definite um, surge in brightness. It wasn't like they became the sun, um, <laughs> but there was a surge in the brightness for both of them.
2: Okay, was it as um, bright as the satyrs? No. Okay, so Don yeah. will put that in his little hierarchy list of things that make the elves light up.
1: Yes. Um, but,
2: but definitely a bra- um, kind of like a vroom,
1: just yeah. just as he was coming up out of the water, just kind of.
2: Okay. Also, uh, Ellie would remind Rascal and Ander about the Rasa and to keep an eye, ear, nose out for it. So that's <laughs> happening. Uh, yeah, I would ask Bluff, like, can, can, I, can I help you with that?
1: Uh, 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 he reaches over and hands it's got a basket next to him where the twine um, goes mm-hmm. from his spindle that he's got in his and he reaches into the basket and pulls out an entirely another knot that is easily this okay. and just kind of hands it to you. You can start on that one. Uh,
2: Thank you. Um, And I will just casually start attempting to untie it, but I, I would like to ask him. Um, So just casually making conversation about Lorna. So how long have you been bringing her supplies? This seems like it's a relatively routine thing.
1: Um, since I was a temple before that.
2: Uh, Does she never leave her house? We've
1: never seen her leave.
2: Is she there?
1: We've never seen her. There.
2: Anna's laughing. Don isn't. Uh, <laughs>
1: That there's fire from her chimney sometimes. Sure, she's there. Of course, she's there. And you can tell that this has not occurred to him. Like, okay. maybe she's not there and never has been. But he, he reconvinces himself that, yes, she must be. Well,
2: if He's there's fire, there's smoke from the chimney. I'm sure she's home at some times. So, and I'll just try to reassure him, I guess, from thinking too hard. So, um, focusing yes, on his little like nod. thinking
1: too hard is a challenge. Okay. Um, so, and I while we're talking about this the the house that you saw with the huge staircase going is clearly what where they had missed the balloon to get them up high enough to the to the house
2: oh her house is at the top yeah oh i thought it was away. Oh, okay never mind
1: hmm. when you guys were coming in it was further okay
2: okay i think my brain mapped it incorrectly
1: cool Okay, Introduced to you incorrectly. That's not
2: <laughs> well. It's the it's fate. It probably
1: moved. I so. wasn't <laughs> looking at the map that week. So,
3: <laughs> alright. You your house is at the top of, of what?
1: Um, a very large staircase that comes up and out of the swamp. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, so when they live were,
1: when you guys were coming in from the south.
0: It was further off. Okay. Any zip lines down from it?
1: Mm, not that you saw,
0: although clever thought. <laughs> might need to
1: be for a quick escape. Um, so, Don, right right? unless you are trying really hard and would like to make a roll for it, you're making zero progress. On-
2: uh, I'll roll something. I would actively be trying to help while also talking. Right. You're not There's just going to hand me something to, and not help.
1: Simple dexterity check.
2: All right, let's go. Hi-ya. 12, 12. <laughs> All right, cool. He hasn't noticed.
1: This is not on <laughs> top of knots on top of knots. And, and judging by the amount of dust on it, it's been this way for a while. Like,
2: I don't suppose freedom of movement movie. would work on the knot, would it? Probably not. It's not a creature. <laughs> probably not. Okay. <laughs> um
1: it, it's it's entirely possible, maybe even likely that he didn't create this thing, that it was it's been here. Uh, all
2: right. What good. do you say we just get some new twine? This looks pretty gnarly.
1: Uh, I was supposed to use what's in here, that's what I was told.
2: Uh eh, may I look around for some more? If that's yeah. all right with you?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, of course. Of
2: course. Don will put down the uh, chunk and go look for some more twine.
1: Uh, Roller investigation check.
2: Ah, 20.
1: Ooh, nice. Uh, the body
2: of Grumble. The <laughs> body of poor Grumble.
1: Yeah, poor Grumble. Um, at this point, he's just a skeleton. Uh, oh. No, poor Grumble has been just appropriate. Um, let's see. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so the. Um, there's, there's just not much that, that would be out of the ordinary in here. Uh, you do see a couple of things that, that might. Um, there are a number of ropes strung back and forth that seem to be hold, uh, like a clothesline, except they're holding um, much heavier, thicker pieces of fabric. Um, not really clear how long they've been there, but probably parts of a balloon at some point. Um, and judging by the, the thickness and the weight of the fabric, This rope is pretty sturdy, Um, so there's a a pretty good sizeable rope. You don't come across any twine, um, but you do notice that there is a a small coal bin next to um, like a a, almost like a blacksmith's oven. And the coal bin itself and where the coal should be in the oven, which was probably used to light the the gases and other things to go with the balloon. the coals are spread around the area and they're not in the bucket. They're not um, They're not in the stove where they ought to be. They're kind of spread out. And, that, and it's not like someone threw them around. There's like, um, there are no distinct piles of them. There's one here and one there. They almost look very, as if they were specifically placed in those places. Um, and as you're noticing those, you do see the ones that have kind of, moved over to be close to the swamp gas vents that are being worked on by Ellie and and Barrett. Um, They seem to glow a little bit just before the the gas pipes up, and that's kind of what's um, fueling the fires. Presumably, Barrett and Ellie have pushed a few away from the edges, but you do notice where they're supposed to be. Um, Other than that, there is a small supply of twine, but it's far too thin compared to what you've been looking at. Um they okay. wouldn't be of much anyway. The rest of the twine is in those two great. And like I said, the ball that you were handling was probably made before um core block was
2: okay. So the coal seems to light up just before igniting. Is that it seems to light up
1: before the puff of swamp gas? Comes.
2: Ah. Okay. Uh, almost as
1: if as if um designed does that make sense?
2: Like to, to signal like coal, puff, then gas. Yeah. Incoming. Okay. Yes. Um no,
1: signal wait. might be a strong word. Okay. It precedes. That's about gotcha.
2: all. Okay. Um, I have a couple more questions for Bluff with the twine and seeing that, but if anyone else wants to go first, um, we can come back to me. And Ellie, yep. I do see your twine question, but that's also uh she wants to know if there's anything special other than being dusty and knotted. Don did not
3: notice anything special other did you remind the dm that ellie said that she's going to remind rascal and ander about
0: the rosa yeah, i did oh i'm sorry yep. i missed that part no
2: it's all good yes thank you the Ross just falls through the ceiling you know right. you know it would be us i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> um does anyone have anything else to do before i ask bluff more questions
0: z's gonna grumble audibly
2: what the heck happened here? this needs to be cleaned up
0: and, and a bluff
1: um in as much as a frog can blush, um, Bloff kind of looks up and blushes a little bit and goes back to his work of untangling them. uh He's pretty convinced he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but he also knows he should be doing a much better job.
0: Blocko. I miss his name, obviously. Intentionally. Got it. Um, I, I can help you with that right from here. Let me sing you a song. I would like to give him bardic in- inspiration.
1: Nice. I love that. Uh, that's a great idea. I think you should take DM inspiration because that's fabulous.
0: I happen to know an untying song.
1: I'll use, um, some swamp dice. All right. So he, um, he kind of looks at you and hums along, taps his foot with your song and makes a little bit of progress on the one particular knot that he was working on. Um, you hear him go, aha, and hold it up. There's still a whole lot more to do, but he did make some
0: progress. He is uh, very excited about it. I rolled an eight on the inspiration. A whole lot nice. of nice. Nice. As you were, go ahead, Don.
2: <laughs> it's all good. Uh, hear I will.
0: Song. That's what I, want to hear.
2: I will help Bloff with the knot he's working on so okay. if he gets advantage on helping. So I'll do the whole, like, you know, what is it like? Um, Oh my god extension core wrapping while he's doing whatever so Fair it gets, stays unknotted yeah. um uh, which was
1: but, one of the problems so yeah, okay, that, perfect that will definitely help
2: perfect uh but i'd, I'd ask him if the coal is, sup- is supposed to be spread out as it is or should it be collected somewhere it seems to be lighting up in a funny sense before the gas comes through
1: and he says um yeah it likes to do that thinks it's funny i suppose it's supposed to be in the bucket but it never stays
2: It's alive.
1: Um, Yeah, I guess. It moves around a lot.
2: And forgive me, it is out of character. Forgive me for asking for clarification on this. I think I may have missed it. Um, It's not when the gas ignites into flame. The coal is not actively causing fires.
1: The coal is attempting to cause fire.
2: It is attempting. Okay, we should yeah. probably circumvent that by taking care of the coal. <laughs>
1: yes. Okay. The coal is as soon as it gets close to the swamp gas and it detects the uh, gas is coming up. Oh, it okay. Up a little bit trying to light, ignite. Yes.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, understood. All right. Um, well, I'll I'll give him guidance really quickly, and then I'll ask him: Is there a bucket, or what are you used to pick up the coals? I think we should stop any more fires from happening.
1: Well, there's some tongs over there, but I was supposed to be untying this, so I was untying it.
2: Okay, so you can stay untying that. I'm going to go try to clean that up. Anything I should know about the coal?
1: Uh, you have to talk to it? Just uh, just be careful. Um, yeah, just be careful. And he holds up his left hand from under the um, knot, and you can see
2: little burn marks
1: where he has picked up a coal that, that burned him.
2: Noted. That looks like it's it marks. Hey,
3: go and try this and bear it. Rose his big heavy glove with chain ma- silver chain mail all over it that he got from Ember and, and Arian Embrick. Uh, it's a big heavy, it's meant to be a big heavy fireproof glove it um,
2: has yes. got silver chain
3: mail on it now. You can use this, it'll probably
2: help. All right, so bucket, giant glove, tongs, cleaning brigades. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the first piece of coal um, that you reach out for swiftly moves out of the way of your tongue. Um, Very swiftly.
2: (laughs) Right. I see how it is, I guess. (laughs) Um, Ellie, if you want to try Mage Hand, go for it.
1: Mage Hand. I can't believe I'm looking up Mage Hand again after all
3: these years. But you know, it's like each circumstance, you gotta know. Seeing what they're attempting, Barrett will also use minor image to make a wall. But the
0: coal feels like it's trapped. Uh, I Why don't we use a net? Who's a net? Who's a net? Oh man! <laughs> okay, so
1: I will say that as soon as um, I will say, Ellie, you need to
0: make a um,
1: a melee attack with your mage in order to try to pick that
0: hand versus cold. Uh oh, that looks like a one, <laughs> a two, <laughs> a two. <laughs> oh man.
1: Um. So again, no harm except the um oh, a four. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's still not gonna. Where's my swamp die? There it is. Um. There's no. Oh, that's a long way away. Oh, that was the D twelve. Yeah. <laughs> um. Would,
2: would mage hand include my spell attack modifier or my like regular light? Weapon modifier
1: Uh, with, with um, in that particular case, we're going to go with whichever is higher and you're still not going
2: to. Oh, well, (laughs) Uh, it would have been a 10 if it's my spell attack modifier.
1: Right. So you missed. Okay. Um, (laughs) So the coal um, dashes away again. And in this, this, uh, in this instance, it goes towards um, one of the piles of cloth fabric. One of the ones that was hung up on the line. Um, just a piece nearby and could potentially be starting a fire there if it chose to and let's see how many of these are just so that we can so it looks like there are seven rogue pieces of coal roaming around they all seem to be behaving very similarly as your experiment with trying to catch them
2: um being one go towards the fabric i'll just say out at the coal in general in sylvan to see if anything happens like oh wait please i have a game
1: (laughs) roll 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 a persuasion check oh boy please
2: uh 14 14
1: 14 all right uh the coal does not appear to respond
2: i'm gonna swear in sylvan (laughs) no such luck i'm gonna Lift, lift! Can I lift up the fabric so it doesn't touch? I'll just like run forward and lift it's,
1: it up. Currently, it's sitting on the fabric at this point, and it's starting to just make a little smoke. So you could lift the um, the coal may or not stay there.
2: I'm gonna see if I can scoop up the coal piece, saying, "Please don't move." And Sylvan, does, I'm just talking to the rocks now.
1: <laughs> it does not move for now. So am I holding it? Uh, the fabric.
2: No, I wanted to pick up the coal piece, not oh, with the fabric. Hand. Yeah, because how, how much fabric is it?
1: It's just a little bolt, just a folded bolt. Fold.
2: Oh, then I, I'll pick that up. I thought it was like a big heaping. Okay. All
1: right. Uh, so it is sitting on top now, much like um, a, a wedding ring on a pillow here with Don holding it.
2: All right. How close is the next closest piece um,
1: of coal? Say 10 feet.
2: If I bring that over to that piece, does it seem enticed by the burnables?
1: Interesting. Maybe I should quit putting my dice away. And, <laughs> I'm going to actually play a game of D&D. I might need them. Uh, unfortunately, it does
2: not. It just sits there.
1: Yep. They both just kind of sit there staring at you, coal like
2: Well, flip it into the bucket.
1: Okay. Uh, you hear, as it hits the bucket, um, oh, well, I need to make a ranged attack, so you can get it in. Ah,
2: ranged attack? Yeah. What would my modifier be for that?
1: Just your, just what it's your dexterity mod. Ah, okay. So it's a D20 plus your dexterity motor, sorry. Well, it was a nat
2: 20, so. All right. <laughs> no proficiency
1: on it because you're not proficient, proficient with coal tossing. Um, Don's used to chores. A, a, a nat 20, <laughs> well done. So you the coal hits the bottom of the bucket and you hear a little bit of a hiss from the bottom of the bucket. Apparently there may have been some water in there um, and some steam kind of comes out of the bottom of the bucket. You also hear the piece of coal jumping about as if to try to get out of the bucket, but it's a a pretty tall coal bucket and there is a lid nearby.
2: Ellie, could you mage hand the lid over and I'll hold the fabric over the top of the bucket. So cool. Can't bounce bounce.
1: All right. Ellie moves the the lid of the bucket over there. So now you now have um, a piece of semi-scalded fabric, a coal bucket with one active living piece of coal in it with a lid on it.
2: All right, and to wrap up what I'm doing, could I try and see if I fold up the fabric and drop it like in the middle of this if chasing a piece of coal, it goes towards the fabric. And I'll just re- see if I can repeat the same sure. system cool. with Ellie's mage yeah, yeah, hand yeah, yeah. lifting the yeah. lid. And
1: All right, roll a performance check. And we'll just oh, see. Oh, God, why would you do this to me? Convince the coal to jump.
2: 16? Oh,
1: man, yes. I rolled a 14. Yes. So. <laughs> All right, so Don spends the next 20 minutes playing Capture the Coal. Uh,
2: which
1: I just absolutely love the image. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, try
2: doing it to the rhythm of Z's song. If the coal's alive enough to make it a game. <laughs> the face is so weird.
1: The is still untangling and, and just kind of watching Don with the coal and not untangling anything still. Not any better at it than he was. Uh, he got the few knots out for, with his inspiration from the bard, and now he's back to just... Um, um, but in the meantime, Z, you've had enough time, I think, to to mend what you can mend, and then there are, are probably two spots that you feel more comfortable actually sewing than magic. You, you could ma- magic them together, but there's a little bit of fabric missing, and mend really brings back things that are broken. You feel more
0: comfortable okay, sewing. those yourself. Zone
1: um, in doing so, you do notice the, um, now that you're actually manually sewing, uh, despite the fact that this fabric is very old, it's not, it is not a mundane fabric. There's something unique about it. The, w- the way it's woven, the, the style of the weave, something attracts your attention um, yeah, about this, this fabric. It's very heavy in your hands. seems like a very poor choice to make a balloon out of. Um, Yeah, it's of interest. Hmm. And if you would like to roll a, maybe a a tinkering roll to see how well you- I
0: was gonna say, what would would be the right roll, arcana or tinker, whatever.
1: Yeah, let's tinker to to get it mended.
0: Uh, That's a roll of 15.
1: Okay, that should be enough. You feel pretty confident
0: that that you've
1: got it stitched back together. Mm -hmm. Um, The patch took a little more darning than just sewing. and it's together, but because of the uniqueness of the fabric, you're still a little bit concerned that if it were just normal fabric, you would be very satisfied with the repair time. Um, but the, the um, unusual characteristics of the fabric make you a little bit- I would like to
0: take the 10 minutes and cast Identify.
1: Awesome. David um, and Ellie, while he's casting Identify, uh, the two of you pretty promptly are able to figure out the maze of pipes um, and over the the pipes all seem to lead up as almost almost as if they're going to go out of the building like, um, but you notice as you kind of get everything going and finally flowing properly that they actually come to a vented pipe down near the door with a, um, a, a flap on it, like a like a porthole kind of thing with a screw and you can shut it Um the, the porthole itself seems to be open right now, so all of that gas is obviously venting inside. Um, quickly go over there and seal it so the gas has a place to exhaust itself back out through the ceiling when it's not in use. Um, but what you don't see is any of the barrels that are used to hook up to the system um, to capture any of that gas. So the, the piping system is now functioning again um, but it's unclear how the gas would be actually captured and then used elsewhere.
3: You okay, said it is clear.
1: This, this it is unclear how it would actually like like what vessel in which
3: it would be captured
1: um, to be used later.
3: Since Ellie, a moment. As much. Barrett will go ahead and say, "Hey, Pop, Um, what uh, do you have any idea about collecting this gas? Um, is that something you've ever seen happen before, or?" You know who we could talk to about it? Uh, I um, I think you should probably talk to the king about that.
1: Uh, that that is, I I don't really know anything about that. To be honest, um, uh, the 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 real truth of it all is that um, Grumple was my cousin. I got this job because I was really next in line. I didn't actually know anything about it, so. So you should talk to the king.
3: Okay, and Ellie would ask, did we notice any barrels or stacks of barrels on the way in?
1: Um, And roll a perception check, Ellie, because you would have taken note of any barrels that you saw on being a barrel kind of person. Barrel of laughs, barrel of monkeys, barrel of
0: barrels.
2: Barrel roll. That rascal does those. (laughs) Yeah,
0: barrel roll. Too much. Twenty-seven. Good roll, nice, nice.
2: Oh yeah, I love it.
1: That's great. Holding it up. Um, okay, so you did notice actually on the way in, um, after you crossed over the stepping stones on the outside of the building, there were quite a number of um, barrels, but um, most of them looked to be barrels for liquid. The only two that were a little out of the ordinary that really caught your attention that were were actually made of brass or some metal. Um, and both seemed um, pretty badly broken in disrepair you, you actually assumed they were true so. okay Z 10 minutes um, of identify the the fabric itself is definitively um, magical it is um, it's unclear in pieces like how one might activate the magic but after spending a little time with it you kind of piece together that this is very similar to your the fabrics. Well, not the fabrics. The characteristics are very similar. The fabrics. I smell the levity. I think that you would begin to suspect that um, it is probably the balloon itself responsible for the flying and that the the whole gas contraption and thing is superfluous at best. Uh Uh-oh, it looks like we're boarding. (laughs) (laughs) Or they said, Zone one, you may now board, and all seven zones have dashed to the gate. <laughs> Maybe not. Anyway, so Z, you get the impression that the, the gas itself is, I mean, you're not sure what function it
0: is. When I finish that, I will go down and try to have that conversation with the troll mates and not uh, to anyone else trying to repair it, just to kind of keep it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, you know, whatever, it's a flying it. car. Fair enough. Doug. So we could just have everything else not explode around it right
1: (laughs) okay so um the make gas barrel
2: barrels i think barrels
1: um yeah barrels with with what ellie knows about copper barrels because they're used in her still um she might not be able to actually fix or repair them but how somebody with the tool yeah they could be uh all right so don has finished collecting coals between a combination of mage hand and talking them into it.
2: (laughs) It worked.
1: (laughs) Z has finished mending the flying balloon carpet balloon. Balloon carpet. Um, (laughs) Ellie and Barrett have finished playing, um, what's that game? It was you speak. But realigning all the pipes and getting everything to to go where it's supposed to go. Um, Pretty much everything in here, it looks like, that can be done is done other than coming to untie these to massive non but it might be Bloff is better left what would you like to do i
2: i feel like it's fair to say with what she knows if oh, goodbye stefan if i could speak for ellie for a moment if she would ask Bloff if they knew any like metalsmiths in the village if he knew of anyone to go talk to in terms of working with metal
1: fair enough and he would
2: know. Also, it's episodes like these where I'm like, guys, we're, we're going to save the world. We're going to do it. Cool.
1: Gonna absolutely <laughs> easy stuff. Easy stuff. Save um,
2: the world.
3: I didn't get that.
1: Statement.
2: Was Stefan talking? I thought so. That or the dementia kicking back in.
3: Yeah, maybe. You did for a second, but
1: then okay. she's gone again. Um, zone two is obviously a
2: Um,
3: <laughs> He would tell you that he
1: doesn't know. Um, he would tell you that, um, beneath old, or excuse me, beneath Big Barkland, there used to be a, um, a full blacksmith setup.
2: And that is
1: where their cooper used to work. And the only thing that remains there is his tools and supplies. The cooper has been gone for some time.
3: I'm sorry. I'm getting some lag in your, so you're saying that there, there used to be a blacksmith there, all the tools are still there. But the the person is gone. But okay, thank you.
1: Yep. Nailed it. That's exactly correct.
3: Okay,
1: that is all correct. Um, and that's why those two barrels and any other barrels that you may have seen have not been uh, have not been fixed. But probably within within the time um, or or within the area, judging by what you've seen so far, it's a pretty functioning little village. Probably could wouldn't take too much to put together. Somebody with skill enough um with Ellie's expertise and help <laughs> um to put that together
2: and according to what Z found out the gas is most likely the frogs thinking they just figured out how to make it fly but it's most likely the balloon itself the fabric yeah that is correct okay that is correct um yeah so then Don would muse to the group like i wonder then if it crashed on purpose so well something
1: crash for sure
2: yeah
0: where would you guys go lost you oh is she she's not calling back from the plane, is she?
2: She might. She had Wi-Fi on the flight over, so she might be able to listen in once they go.
1: Very good. So, that is the current situation.
3: What would you like to do next? Well, Z, based on what you just told us, uh, do you think it's possible that you could get this balloon to fly without gas and without coals and fire and things like that? Like, maybe you could train it using your magic carpet as a Example.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure. Let me think about it. Uh, is that something I might be able to do? You can always try. Well, I don't really command it, so I don't really understand. I don't think I can control it.
1: The, the advantage of having a sentient magic carpet is that it may be willing to do something like that,
0: but you wouldn't know until you try. Well, then I was going to, you know, uh, since they might talk. Um, let me introduce the carpet to the balloon. Okay. I love that. I love that. It's balloon carpet. carpet, carpet balloon.
1: Carpet. Um, so Z, I I think roll a perception check, please, with advantage, or rather an insight check.
0: Sorry. Uh, That's twenty. Twenty. Nice. Seventeen. Um,
1: because of, of the relationship that you have built with the carpet over the past, what, now three days?
3: I think you've only had the carpet for three days. And
0: gave Two time. weeks, yeah. But um,
1: because of that, you kind of have gotten to where you can um, understand much better what it's, at least what it's feeling through the way that it responds. It is very clearly distraught to see the balloon in such terrible shape with char marks and filth all over it and on the floor and... Um, you can see the carpet. Kind of, I, I'm picturing now the carpet in Aladdin, of course. But you can see the carpet, like trying to encourage the balloon to get off the floor. Um, it's. It seems to be gathering up pieces of the balloon, almost pushing it out toward the door, as if this is not the best place for said balloon. It clearly wants the balloon to be somewhere other than here.
0: Eric, the answer is yes. Apparently, uh, my carpet has straw strong- or. The- Elminster's carpet has strong feelings about getting this balloon out and out of this particular situation and ready to fly. we got to get it out of here.
3: We'll lean over, touch the carpet, give it a blessing. May Falcor bless your efforts <laughs> to get this balloon off the ground. And tell us how we can help you. This is There's becoming
2: no- free, Willie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's definitely a textile yeah. romance in there. the future. Yeah.
2: Oh, this is so good.
1: I didn't. I do you have music for this. I don't know. You probably I have, have
2: music, music playing, but, yeah,
1: but not for, for a textile romance. Dare you ready? Go! Oh, I, I
2: guarantee, guarantee I can find something.
1: Textile romance.
2: <laughs> guarantee so, yeah. you I can find something.
1: I'm sure you can. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so so the balloon, um, oh, yeah, the balloon definitely wants to be outside, uh, the or rather the carpet wants the balloon out. Um, the balloon is because it's a very, very, very heavy. Fa- is very heavy to move.
3: It's just on the ground, virtually immovable for the carpet. Do you think that if the balloon was just inflated, not particularly with fire, but if it just got inflated, that that would be enough to, to help it get off the ground? Because I might have a way to inflate the balloon without using gas and fire, but it's it's just a
0: crazy idea. So it's in an enclosed building, right?
3: Yeah, so
1: I, as he says that, Z, from your identify spell, the, the piece that you couldn't really um, get out of your identify spell was the trigger, the the magic word, or the, the thing that activated the magic, which normally you do get out of an identify spell. Yeah. Um, but now that Barrett says that, and you know the gas is not part of it, it occurs to you that the activation, the things that makes it fly, is just having, And the gases were inflating it,
0: but not actually making it the bully works just they were like huh it's all coming together it's all
1: coming back coming back
0: Barrett, i think that's a fine idea let's actually get it out of the building and then inflate it and i think there's a good chance we think positive thoughts it'll do a thing
2: i can help take it outside um hey there balloon, and i'll help who if anyone else is i'll help pull it outside
0: yeah, the okay, so we'll want to talk to the guy who's in charge to convince him that there's a, a it really needs to be outside. Is there, out. a speak,
3: is there a speak with objects spell that somebody has? Because I really want to hear what this balloon sounds Unfortunately, like.
2: Unfortunately, there's not a speak with object, but if we can figure out if it's an all natural cotton fiber, theoretically, we could probably cast speak with plants no. and then speak with dead and talk to it. <laughs>
0: oh. <What>? Why don't <laughs> just use do the and throw their voice? Anyway, um,
2: <laughs> Bluff at
1: this point is is unconcerned with what you do with the balloon because okay. the task at hand, the most important thing in his world, untying this, um, nothing's going to happen until he gets this knot. So he is set on doing that. If you all feel like the balloon should be outside, then by all means, please take the balloon outside. It takes up too much room in, in this place anyway.
0: Excellent. Removing the balloon.
1: Okay. So this is a chore. Um, in fact, it's a it's a wonder that they got the balloon in this room to begin with. Um, as you kind of get it pulled through the door, like that, you know, the big fat, too big Christmas tree for the door jam or whatever, um, you finally get it out or, or that drop that was folded wrong. to try to get it out. Finally get it outside after a lot of heaving and hoeing and pushing and pulling. The, it, it, it now kind of comes together there's a, a fairly substantial piece of green um, land here that the balloon is really supposed to go here. The inside is the workshop for the gathering of the gas and things like that. Um, why the balloon was inside there to begin with is beyond you. Know, and you do see a couple of spots where um, the the balloon is. Uh, there are little suspension points that are. Um, in the trees just around where you are that look like they have ropes that kind of clip on to the balloon as it's
0: inflating, that sort of thing. This is really where the balloon is supposed to be. Mm. Ah, see, all makes sense, is the carpet. Oh yeah, carpet's all over the balloon. Very excited.
3: So I would suggest then let's go ahead and moor the balloon in place with the ropes and then I'll inflate it or Mm -hmm. attempt to, and then we can... uh, we can see if, if that'll do it. So at
1: this point, uh, you spend a few minutes finding all the ropes and where they latch onto the balloon, hoist <laughs> the balloon up into the air so that it's above where you, where you are and you now have
3: access to the bottom. How would you like to go? Do- Everybody ready for me to give this a try? Go for it. it. Mm-hmm. I will go over to the center of the balloon where it's open and I will lean up in there and I will cast Fog Cloud. Ooh. Um, I I never thought I would actually get to use. You create a 20 foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. So I'm gonna inside the balloon, the sphere spreads around corners, which to me means that it actually has some density, right? Yeah. And it's, and the area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. But if it's gonna be inside the balloon, then it should be enough to get it blown up. And it lasts for one hour. And it's a 20-foot radius. Yeah. 40 feet of diameter. Wow. Oh. All right. I think that's worthy of DM
1: inspiration, too. Right? They are well done. I can't find any reason why that wouldn't work. Like, that's not even a role.
3: May I transfer my DM inspiration to Don? Because I don't
1: believe he has any. You, you certainly, absolutely. You can always do that. You can always give away your inspiration. Don
3: has
2: it? So you should. I don't have any, but you should keep it. I have one. Oh. I'm, I'm okay, well, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Now you both
1: have uh, I'm just
2: so inspired by watching Z and Barrett work together on a balloon of all things. <laughs>
1: wow. That's filled with pride.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: As this, we're going to
2: save the world, you guys.
1: <laughs> rises.
2: The
1: air. Um, okay, so the balloon is absolutely filling. Um, the carpet is swirling around the balloon, clearly very excited. Um, as the balloon rises into the sky, you you hear over your shoulder, from across the swamp a couple of <laughs> claps as people are realizing that hey these people they fixed the balloon that um but on top of that you're kind of watching as this balloon fills and it is um <laughs> it it's a tragedy of old dirty nasty fabric but um it is it is definitely full it is quite possibly the ugliest mustiest dirtiest hot air balloon anyone's ever seen but it is full uh and as soon as Barrett, as soon as that cloud <clears throat> kind of reaches, what is this, a, a one action? Okay. As soon as six seconds go by and that cloud reaches its full, full width and the, um, the fabric in the balloon becomes taut, it instantly just begins to rise and is now um, moored only by the ropes that you have connected to. <clears throat> Does not currently have a basket or anything at the bottom, but you have essentially a floating balloon. Well done. Let's go
0: invite <clears throat> Knothead out to take a look at what how this thing actually works and tell him something.
1: You're bringing, <laughs> you're getting Bloff to come out. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Block, bring your knot <laughs> yeah. All right. So he did comes out. He, he did. He yeah. comes out. Um, ball of twine still in hand, mind you, trailing back oh, into the hut behind him. And he's continuing to make it worse mostly. Um, but he looks up at the balloon just in awe, like. You cannot fathom how you've done this. And he um, doesn't say anything about the fact that there's no barrel or glasser. uh You get the impression he's just dumbfounded that the balloon is floating. What would you like to ask him?
0: I want to point to the place where the balloon is moored. And notice where the balloon actually clips. It's supposed to be out here. It works better. Yes. Uh, you don't need it in there where there's fire yeah frankly you can all get under there and blow and it'd probably be just enough
2: (laughs) bunch of bullfrogs (laughs) fellows exactly hello frogs um i would ask z i don't know if this is something your carpet would know but do you think the gas may have been making the fabric sick in some way (laughs)
0: let me consult the carpet. oh uh that is
1: definitely not clear um But something definitely crashed the other one. So it's not, without really inspecting the other one, it would be hard to say.
2: Okay. So the other one absolutely crashed for some other unknown reason.
1: Um,
2: Yes. But that was, okay. Now that we know that the gas isn't the fuel, something else happened.
1: Pardon? Say that again?
2: Um, Because now that we know, based on what we've discovered here, they said it was because they ran out of fuel, but we now know that the gas isn't fuel, so something else happened. Okay. (sighs) Hopefully not air elementals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, they fly good boats. They do.
0: Did we get a story with the with the with about the first one from folks? Only that it it
1: crashed because they ran out of fuel and it, it didn't make it back. It's currently okay. um hung up where it is, but where it crashed is currently kind of on a roof. Um and rather than trying to get that down and figure out what to do with it, they were gonna try to repair the other probably. The way things were going it probably would have made more sense to do a rescue mission for the first one. And uh-huh. <laughs> but poor Bluff didn't mean to make it worse. Everybody assumed it was just one sewing, and you know bloff was you no. Know, uh, at any rate so you don't have a basket currently under the bottom of the balloon so um, there you can see tether points where something ties to the bottom either a basket that they float in or um, Ropes for bags or sacks or something. Uh, whatever that is, you
0: don't have one of those. Block, is the basket retrievable from the other balloon?
1: Oh, well, we don't have a basket anymore. We kind of use, like, it's a, like a net thing. <laughs> Who's the net? knew she be here um,
0: eventually, yes.
1: And we have lots of those. We have, we have some of those back in there. In, uh, and he goes back in with his knot and pulls out what appears to be just a giant almost fishing net, um, big enough to fit under the bottom of said balloon. And you can see where it ties to the different points
0: on the bottom. I'm just kind of... That will do. We've got three of these. So when you all delivered goods, you put them in the basket
3: and you flew up to the top of those stairs over there and then you dropped them off and then you just flew back? Like, how did you drop them?
0: We go
1: all the way up, all the way up over the top of the house and kind of drop them down the chimney. And they just,
3: they just take them out of the net and throw them down. Okay. <laughs> and and then, did, you, did you have a way to control the flight so that you could come back here? Uh, I, I'm just wondering if we wanted to go up there and talk with her a bit, we would need for the balloon to, you know, stick around. Oh, you can't go talk to her. Oh, nobody talks. Oh, you don't want to. Be. Why wouldn't we want to talk to her? Well, you could try. It does not don't really we really want to
0: talk to her.
1: It does not take an insight check to say to see that he is trying to say something.
0: <clears throat> he has clearly uh,
1: spoken not. too much and is trying you know, not to say something. <laughs> um you can attempt to get the information out of him.
2: Is he still uh, holding his knot?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah.
2: Um, while they're talking did. to him, I, I would can I see if I can help with that one and I'll see if I can take it to actively work on it in front of him. So does he let me take it?
3: He
1: does. But as you take it, he suddenly seems very insecure. Um, yeah. Like This is the thing that he is supposed to be doing. And now you're I'll doing.
2: yank apart. You hold on to this piece and that's where I'll start.
0: He feels much better. Cool.
2: And then I look over at Barrett and Z like keep talking and I'll actively be working so he can focus on me, but talk to them. So
1: got it. Got it. Um, he looks a little bit nervous when you start asking why you shouldn't or couldn't or wouldn't uh there's something that's me making-
0: well heck jolly him with the same song persuasion attempt okay using the untying song Ooh, that's not a great persuade i don't want to intimidate him what'd you get uh that was a 13. Yeah, he rolled
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so he um kind of taps along to the song with you and starts to feel a little more comfortable with you guys. And he finally kind of looks around and whispers. what he whispers is the following. She, I I won't whisper. Imagine that it's a whisper. He essentially tells (laughs) you that they are um, being forced to do what they do. And they, she did not, She invaded their town and set up her own house uh, and then essentially caused them to be forced to bring her supplies. And so they are not in a friendly way with her, nor she with them, but they keep doing what they're told.
2: Does he seem really uncomfortable saying this out loud?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is all very whispered, very.
2: I would like to put down the twine and I'll pull out the sanctum and I'll activate it around us. And I'll say, you can say anything you want. In this circle, no uh, one else can hear you.
3: Roll a persuasion check.
2: Good lord. Can I get advantage because I'm helping Barrett, with the twine? Barrett will
3: help. I was going to say, Barrett will help with that by screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Can that be a blessing?
0: Oh, notice that I so,
2: All right. Blessing first. A two. And then with advantage. <laughs> 26. Six. Oh, 26. What? Okay. Um, thank you thank you because uh, without without
1: advantage it was a one i bet it was because Don's not great um depends depends. (laughs) yeah depends depends better at that than keeping breakfast down Uh, Um, apparently at any rate so so that definitely helps and he becomes a little bit more free with what he has to say um she moved in um excuse me before his parents were born or so he's been told and, um, and essentially has, for lack of any better term, enslaved the camp to bring her supplies and such. They are her prisoner, are her prisoners, um, even though they are still in their own home. And almost everything they do is in service of her needs. Does
3: she ever give you guys specific requests, specific things, specific supplies that she wants? Always.
1: There's always Indeed. food and then always unusual things. Um, certain plants or various different types of rocks or sometimes small animals. Lots of very strange things, but very specific. In addition to food and supplies and firewood and, you know, those types. Of things. And who does she usually communicate these with? Uh, the king. She speaks directly to the king.
3: And then do you have to go procure these items? Do you go trade with other people or do you steal them from some place or take them from someplace? Uh, that is his typical job.
1: Um, poor boy before he got moved into hot air balloon repair department. Um, and yes, they would go out and get them by whatever means. Um, sometimes less than pleasant means if they needed to rob steal, but they would. Uh, she has threatened before to flood the swamp and almost made good on it one time when they were late.
2: You know what she does with these things? Does she brew potions or
1: she does witch things? Who knows what she's a horrible, horrible being. Her sisters are horrible too. You know about them. Not a lot. Are there stories? Well, the the one that makes all those cute little toys, she's got a bunch of children doing that. She doesn't make those. Oh. There's a whole workshop full of children that she's kidnapped that are building all those toys. And the other one, I don't the other one just scares me. I don't know. She uses puppets terrifying
0: Hmm.
3: you don't want to go up there whatever you do you don't want to go there well we certainly don't want to go up there but we have to but why why do you have to if you mess things up she'll destroy our swamp well certainly not our intent to have her do any damage to you or your swamp or your people so we'll certainly have to talk about this amongst ourselves and take this into account uh talk to the king yeah yeah, we'll 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 figure out what to do next. Do any of her sisters ever come here?
1: No, I don't I don't think they can. She said one time when she was giving orders, or at least I was told, that we were supposed to look keep a lookout for one of her sisters. And and I think I don't think they can get close to each other or they choose not to. I don't know which.
3: Are there lots of other creatures in the in the swamp in the bog here that are like you guys that are intelligent? Whoa,
1: well, I mean, there's our whole town.
3: Sure. Yeah, the creatures of the swamp. You met the stepping stones already. I just didn't know if there was a, enough of you to, say, put together an army or something that could work together to free yourselves.
1: I, I don't know. That would be a question for the king.
3: Yeah, sounds like we might have to talk to him.
1: Meanwhile, he's still holding on to these two pieces of twine that Don can not not quite sure what how he's helping, but he's holding it.
2: am I making any progress on this string while we're talking? I
1: mean, it's not as hard as it looks. I mean it's a mess mm-hmm. it's a mess but it's it's a knot. it's just a big knot. It's certainly given someone who figured out how to untie a knot you you would eventually get there. might take a week, but
2: yeah just when I can, I would like to give him the next loop to be kept straight he's
1: happily holding them all right perfect in hand for you (laughs)
2: perfect but you're
1: pretty confident that if you gave it back to him to work on some more he's probably going to put it back the way it was yeah but yeah so he's clearly um holds a lot of fear around her and everything that she does he does not like talking about it he's not very comfortable i mean other than the fact that you have the sanctum up he's not very comfortable having the
0: discussion at all oh maybe you're right maybe we we be to the king then very good any other questions for poor guy there's more instructions than questions. yeah <laughs> here's what you do with a balloon here's what right. you don't do
1: with a balloon and he, he is actually paying attention it's pretty pretty obvious he would like to be good at this job that he has somehow been assigned um so he is paying attention you're not sure if he's ever going to be good at it but he's doing his best he's um... doing his frog, froggy best
2: and I'd ask Barrett back in the room if he could just quickly fashion it together, maybe with Z's help, just like a little frame for him to wrap the twine around as he's working so he makes progress. So
3: Nice. I like it. I right.
2: Sorry. You, what, was that Travis you cut out?
3: Sure. Barrett can knock something up very quickly. Some kind awesome. of a frame. Yes.
0: Love it.
2: And then just, all right, bluff. like As you unwrap it, you just wrap it around this. Easy peasy that's funny this all right well done
1: so the the uh <laughs> the maybe sitters have have um helped poor and his ability to fix balloons um in in small ways but he'll he'll be better at his job tomorrow than he was to yesterday um and it after all it's not not easy um say again z We've fostered fabric love as well uh, fostered fabric love yes uh Lop, which, i'm posting
2: your track because i found it
1: no you did
2: not. yes i did So, uh, fostered
1: a love affair between the balloon and um a carpet (laughs) carpet. (laughs) um at any rate so i would you like to head to the king are we done with boff what would you like to do now and i noticed that
3: we're up on our break so
1: travis are you here for the rest of the evening
3: yeah i just wasn't feeling good enough to go to the to my daughter's thing and she promised me that she was not getting some surprise award or they're not doing a performance so i took the ever higher road and said okay i'm not going to go and just cough all over people all night but anyway so yeah the good news is i'm here well i'm sorry that you're missing
1: that and i'm sorry you still feel poorly um but that being the case i think we should take our break
0: uh i'm wondering if uh Travis is down. I've got a splitting headache. We're missing. Some... Oh, yeah. This might be a good place to end for. It's a second.
1: good stopping point tonight. If you wanted, if we want to I do that, really especially without
0: Ellie. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing well here.
2: Oh um,
0: no. I, I'm trying I, I've to get him. in the sun all day, so I've got, have got, got a headache.
1: Yeah. Um, well, in that case, I think, uh, I think it was a, a great few minutes of, kind <laughs> a romance is born. <laughs> And I hope the both of you feel much better.
2: Yeah, I feel better.
0: It's fine. I just can't process what you're saying until it's too late to respond. <laughs>
2: no,
1: I understand. I understand. All right. Um, in that case, you all take
3: care and I hope you feel better. And is that okay with you, Travis? Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So I'll, I won't see you all until June 13th. Ah! Crazy. So forever away.
1: At oh. least
2: two of those sessions, Damon's also out. So it's fine. Because you're missing the two, because you're going out to Scotland, right? Yeah. Yeah, but we we moved one. Oh right. Damon's out for one. So (laughs) So
3: you'll have next week and then you'll miss week and then you'll be back a week. And then we'll be back. I know, but I'll be in Hawaii. That I'll be in Hawaii the week of the sixth. So but that's okay. So I did put this in chat, but if you guys can think of a story, if you don't want to drag Barrett around, if you want to think of a story reason that he stays behind. That's fine. That's possible. He, he oversleeps and he just stays when you guys he, You plan. can't
2: oversleep because we'll assume you're dying and want to stick around. Because if Barrett oversleeps, something is very wrong. So. We'll
3: figure something out, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, to make I, you know, out. in the Wizard of Oz, when the balloon is flying away and the wizard's
2: like, oh, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, hey, that's All a right. story reason Barrett falls in and it lets go. And we're like, no, come back. So. Yeah. He goes, oh,
1: yeah. have, he goes to have soup with the turtle first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
1: right. Y'all take care. I hope you both feel better. Yeah,
2: yeah I feel better.
1: We'll talk soon. All right. Talk to
2: you
1: later. Bye. Bye. Bye.